Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode, because I've actually lost count, Daddy. Me too. Okay, so welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. How are you doing today? Wonderful, baby. How are you? I am absolutely wonderful. And you know what? I was, I was really looking forward to this show, and... You know, I was busting at the seams when the headlines hit. When did it hit? When Was it Friday? Don't get me lying. Was it Friday, Thursday, Friday? I think maybe it was Friday. And the headlines hit in the uh, papers and on the news. Um, let me find your daddy, okay? So I can make sure I'm saying the right things here. Mm-hmm. But today we're going to have a, a, a real conversation about us, as we always do. And I think that some people may be almost surprised for us to be having this conversation in reference to us out loud. Because sometimes people think that when you're going through a quote-unquote crisis, you're supposed to keep it quiet and don't do nothing. Well, shit, we can't keep ours quiet because the world know about what they said, okay, <laughs> about right. what we're dealing with. So we're just going to go ahead and deal with it and say it out loud. Um, you ready for me to read this, Daddy? Are you ready to read it? Okay, I'm going to read it, baby. Read I'm going to read it. You ready? Monique and husband Sydney owes $400,000 in back taxes. Then the next one says, this one is funny, Black Bald Blues. Monique ordered to pay four hundred thousand in back taxes after dodging the feds oh, wow. <laughs> for two years, baby. They just said it. I'm dodging. That's what. Let me read it again, cause you ain't hit. You ain't hit now. Let me say it. Black bald blues. That's the caption. Monique ordered to pay four hundred thousand in back taxes after dodging the feds for two years. Dodging. They said I was dodging them. Well, it's not just you. We're together in this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are. I know we like to make it about us sometimes, but no, no this is we, we we in it together on this one. <laughs> we are, Daddy, and I'm just reading what they said. That's okay? right. See, in one headline, they said Monique and husband. Mm -hmm. They had us together. Mm -hmm. In the next one, they they said Monique did this by her goddamn. That's right. They didn't they didn't say Monique and husband, but they said we was dodging. Mm -hmm. So let's address it. Let's deal with it. Well, huh? Where I been? Where I've been. Now, I actually want to read the article, if I may. Read it. Okay. It's our show. It's our show, Daddy. Who the fuck am I saying, if I may? If you may. Okay, I'm asking, I'm asking Kenna. Okay. Monique had an interesting 2015 
Monique had an interesting 2015 after revealing that Hollywood had left her out in the cold after she didn't play the game when it came to promoting her Oscar-winning performance in Precious a few years back. It appears that little time is, la- women, is, is cutting off. It appears that little time lapse of work might have gotten her and her manager, Sydney in some hot water with the feds since the duo spent two consecutive years dodging the IRS and refusing to pay up. Academy Award winner Monique and husband are accused of not paying their taxes for two years, and now the government says they owe nearly 400000 The IRS filed a federal tax lien against Monique and Sydney on May 9th, according to official records in Georgia, obtained by Daily Mail Online. The lien states that the couple, who married in 2006, refused to pay their taxes for the years 2013 and 14. Now, they said, we refused. <laughs> Daddy, do you want to speak on it? Because they said, we refused. First of all, I want y'all to put some respect up on it. <laughs> when you going to sit up there and say that we refused, put some respect up on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because we didn't refuse. We just didn't have all the money to pay for it. Okay? And there is a distinct difference, my friends. Come on. To refuse is to say, listen, we are not paying it despite the fact that we know that we owe. To say we don't have all that it is that you find folks at the IRS <laughs> are stating that we owe is completely different. So, in essence, what we're saying is, we didn't have all the monies to take care of that. Now, are we trying to work something out with the IRS? Are we offering and compromising? Are we discussing different ways in which we will be able to take care of this? Absolutely. For people who refuse to pay, do not stay free. Okay. Okay. For two years. And what we have not done is refuse to pay. We have, in fact, sought them out. We did what? Sought them out Come on. for the last two years and we've been having conversations. It's just gotten to you good folks out in the public whereby you are there to chastise and ridicule us and our family and try to degrade and put us down. <laughs> and we take what you say in appreciation for the fact that there are those people out there that also say, keep your head up because what we understand is this. We're in pursuit of trying to do something in this business the right way. Yes. And everyone has their opinion. And perhaps because we didn't play the game exactly in the manner in which the machine would say that we should play it, we just said rest in peace to an incredible human being by the name of Muhammad Ali. And everyone has asked, how is it had that gentleman affected your life? How has he affected your life? Mm. And when you look at that individual, you say, There was a time in which now everyone calls him the greatest. He was incredible. He was fantastic. But in the midst of the felt clutches of circumstances when he chose not to wince nor cry aloud, Mm. he was being ridiculed, chastised, put down, not only by the machine at hand, but by his own people. So today when we, or the other day when we look into, uh, uh, what's your boy, Tom Joyner. Tom. And Tom says. Anki. Unky Tom says to us that, listen, uh, uh, however he states about the tax problems and they could go to jail. I guess if we didn't, we could. So technically, yes. 
But it is as, it is as if there are certain individuals that prey on your downfall. They enjoy it. When they don't realize this is not a downfall, if this is the game of life, this is simply a challenge in that said game. And it's saying, are you tough enough to deal with the challenge? And we're here to humbly say to you, yes, we are. Mm. So we don't run from it. We're saying we're proud of it because they say you can't achieve anything sometimes without some failures. And failure is the necessary ingredients that bakes the pie called success. And I guess right now, <laughs> by us failing to have paid our taxes, we just collecting the motherfucking ingredients. <laughs> For okay. the good taste and pie. For the good pie. And, and, and you know, I, I, I want to say this, too, because I got a call from one of my really good girlfriends, right? And her name is Colette. And anytime she sees some shit that come up in the tabloids or the news or whatever, she get real defensive because she like, I know them. They my people, right? Mm-hmm. So she called me up, and this is how she talked. Mao, Mao. Now, I done read something on the bicep, and Mao, they said y'all owe $400,000, Mo. She said, I don't know what's going on, but you let my brother Sydney know I got $40 on it. Got $40 <laughs> on it. She said, I got $40 on it. And then she said, why you? She said, because I know you. She said, and I know your heart. And I know she, she said, why you? And I said, why not me? I said, and then, Cole, talking to my husband, for me, I, I almost take it and say, because I'm unashamed of it. And I'm not embarrassed behind it. So I think that the universe was saying, we know these two right here. Maybe in having these conversations, you don't hold your head down when you're faced with maybe a crisis. Or when you're faced with something that people might say, oh, look at that. Well, you say, listen, we're going to walk through it. We're going to push through it. We're going to be okay. Now, listen, they ain't said they trying to lock a bitch up now. Okay. Now, if they do, I need y'all to get T-shirts. <laughs> I need y'all to get T-shirts. Free Moet said because that shit can't go down. But when you just listen to listen to people and how they speak of it. And I was getting some tweets, right? And they were tweeting shit like enough already. Just pay your damn taxes. Now Doreen wanted to tweet back, bitch we trying. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I understand it. And then my sweet daddy had to say to me mama, people are only treating you and us the way they get treated. When something happens in their life. So they don't even know how to say, wow, I hope y'all get through that. I hope y'all push through that. There are some that are saying it. I take that back. Most. Most. Most people are saying, Mo, we love you. Say y'all going to be good. But when you have those ones that almost say, I take joy in watching people's demise. My husband is teaching me to have empathy for those people. Because what kind of life do you live when you get off on what you think is somebody's downfall. Mm-hmm. You see, I looked at you. I told you when I think I say it, you I, turn it. You I turn it. and look at you. You say it. So we're having a conversation today. We're having a conversation today about the taxes and, and the tax lien. And then I read somewhere where they were going to take out $2.8 million home. I said, well, if a bitch can show me where that house is. Okay, so I can get my things because I know I'm missing some dresses. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 
in addition, you appreciate because people, when they read these things, there's an old saying, people uh, have a tendency of believing what it is that they read. Because you begin to say, what would be the reason why someone would print something false up about someone? Until you then start asking the question, why would somebody dress up like Batman and shoot up a movie theater? Okay. Why would someone out of the blue decide, I'm going to just go into a school and start hurting little kids? Why? Mm -hmm. So if someone would go to that extreme to merely write a few words about you without getting all of the facts and building a story upon it means nothing. And we're appreciative of it because what we always say in situations like this we have heard a story about this cat, and they were talking about how he had turned water into wine, yeah. taken minimal amounts <laughs> of fish, but fed a whole bunch of folks. A lot. A whole bunch of folks. Come on. Stood up for love, peace, you know. And I wasn't there to see this, but I'm just telling you about the story that I've heard. Mm-hmm. And then they said that they still find a way to kill him. Now, I ain't never walked on water, never been resurrected from the dead that I know of. Okay. Okay. But what I will say is if that can happen to an individual such as that, surely a motherfucker can write some (laughs) shit about us not paying our taxes. Okay. I'm going to just bring it back. Surely someone can write that. Surely someone, it's okay if we are laughed at by others. Surely... If people want to throw their intellectual and spiritual pies at us in our face as we duck and maybe reach back and say that was coconut cream. Wait a minute. I like that. Mm. In the midst of that, I'm sure it's okay that we're able to receive that because who are we not to be laughed at? And it's something that I want to address, Daddy, because there's a deeper reason also as to why not. And there are some people that just feel like, oh, they fucked their money over and they didn't do what they were supposed to do. And that's what happens when they don't take care of their money. Could we have avoided this situation? Yes. Could we have made money that we could have taken care of this tax situation? Yes. I want to be clear. This situation could be different. However, We had to take a stand because it was due to principle. And I know a lot of us say, fuck principle, just get that money. But the stand that had to be taken was we cannot keep accepting these low offers. Yes, we're going to eat some shit right now. Yes, it's going to sting right now, baby. Yes, it's going to be some shit that we got to walk through because you get so used to living a certain type of lifestyle. So, yes, we had to buckle down. We had to look into each other's eyes and say, because we're standing for right We're okay with swallowing this pill. And that's why I think for me, when, because we knew the shit was coming out. Like, we, we, baby, we had called Irene, Richard, and Shirley. We called them up and was like, listen, okay, what do we need to do? How to, and it was nothing nobody could do. So we knew the shit was coming. And there was a time if the account went under a certain number, I would lose myself. Because I never forget having a conversation with this woman. Her name was, um, her last name was Weiner. And she said to me, she said, you know one of the biggest problems with entertainers? And she said, I must say, black entertainers, 
You make your money on Monday, by Tuesday it's all gone, and Wednesday you're totally broke. She said, make sure you're smart with your money. And when I tell y'all, baby, from the time I stepped into Hollywood and got a show called The Parkers, I was so careful because of that conversation. I wasn't the girl that lived flamboyant. I wasn't the girl that had, I, I ain't get into all that shit. I like to go to the Bahamas. That was my, that was, and go to Costco, because I could put all the shit I wanted in my cart. That's what I got off on. So when it came to this place right here, and they said, well, we're taking the Monique show. Well, you took, you took away a show that was a hit. So we're living based off of our incomes. No problem. Well, when that stopped, we said, okay, no problem. We're still cool. And when other offers began to come in, and those offers just did not make any sense. And we looked at each other and we said, at what point do we take a stand? Because if we keep accepting these low offers, the generation behind us will say, this is what they left. Now, the sisters that came before us, they left us something mighty. They left so that we didn't have to go in the back door. What are we now going to leave for them? So this tax thing right now, people are saying, well, is it true? Yes, it's true. We owe these. Goddamn, we owe Irene, Rich, and Shirley. It's, it's like 387. They rounded it off to 400, Daddy. Hey, whatever it is, <laughs> we owe it. And as someone just said, you don't have to explain it, but the reason why we're sharing it yes. is because what we are ultimately saying is, don't let folks embarrass you out of life. Mm. Show up because when you're pursuing something and it may not have gone the way in which you wanted to go, now you've just successfully found out one of the ways in which you've done wrong so it could go the way you wanted to go. See, when you talk about Disney who filed bankruptcy five to seven times, you hear about some of the most successful people in the world have had failures, and we're not comparing ourselves to them for we may not have had the success that they've had, but what we're saying is in order for them to have had it, in order for them to have had it, look what they went through. So when you see the Wharton School of Business graduates mm. and you see the Yale and the Harvard and the Wall Street guys out there with big-time degrees but they need a bailout, well, we didn't have billions of dollars <laughs> to lose. So humbly, if they would need a bailout, well, guess what? Would it be okay that mere taxpaying citizens who are attempting to pay their taxes should be given some love so they can make sure that they take care of what their responsibilities are because to evade them is to not take care of your responsibilities. But to seek someone out when you can't take care of it is responsible. So we've tried to be as responsible as we could be within the realms and boundaries of the mistakes that we make and have made, and we look at them as gifts so that you know, when you hear Susie Orman and she begins to tell people about finances, the first thing that she begins to tell them about is what her failure was that led her to investigate how to go about being successful. So, again, we were just addressing it more so not to explain it, not to make excuses, because what excuse do you have when you ain't got the money to pay it? It shit went somewhere else, didn't it? It must have, so because it didn't get to them and the man in which they like. Now the folks don't see the checks that you write to them. In the meantime, we they just hear money about orders. the li- right money orders. <laughs> God damn it! Cash this at the liquor store. <laughs> this is good for five hundred dollars. No, 
But on the real, it's like so. And 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 it's one thing to be on the other side of it and having a conversation with folks in reference to how you got through it. But it's another thing to have a discussion while you're going through it to speak to the appreciation that we have just for the universe giving us this opportunity to go through this challenge in a way because there may be some people out there, because you know how it is in the community. You go to the bank, somebody work at the bank, they know somebody else, they done told them about the situation that you have, somebody going to embellish. Now, because you never know what people know about you or they think they know about you. How do you deal with it? How do you deal with it when they think they know something about you it may not be true, and at the end of the day, you saying, "I still got to live my life." How do you deal with that? You, you deal with it, and you, you just deal with it. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play it. As you said to me, and see, the don't let, allow anyone to embarrass you out of life. My daddy told me that a few years ago. Has it been that long? And that made all the difference in the world to me because he said, Mama, you get this ride one time that we know of. Don't you ever be in shame for a mistake, for a decision. It was your mistake. It was your decision. It was your choice. You keep your head up and you walk through it. Well, that took so much away. Just in that little thing right there took so much away. And I hear you when you're saying, baby, but this is your private business. Well, here's the deal. When you are in the public eye, you have no private business. Because as y'all see right now, it made headlines. If it was private, they'd have just sent some shit to us. Okay? And we'd have just got a letter. And we could have read it amongst ourselves, but it didn't. And the only reason why we're sharing it is because, again, when you start running and you start receiving more money than you've ever known anyone that's received, there's no class you go to. There's no one that says, let me have a conversation with you. There's no one that says, hey, what you can't do is make everybody's situation your situation. And that was also something else that we did. And just simply trying to bring folks along and, 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 and saying we want to share in it. But we didn't say, well, let's think about tomorrow because we were right in today. So we're sharing it to say, hopefully someone will hear it and say, not when I become famous, just when I become in my field of whatever it is that I'm doing and I'm good with my finances. No, I can't give everybody $5 and $10 and pay your light bill and pay your gas bill. This is why we're having this conversation. So to say it's our private business, well, baby, goddammit, this Monique and Sydney's open relationship. And it's one of those things where it begins to be a thing where there's a level of freedom you start to have when you're not worried about someone knowing your private business, if you will, because you're not doing something so bad that if someone found out, found out, you need to keep it private. Because part of the reason why we don't know as much as we could know is because we keep so much private. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason why there's a problem in the world that we're having today is because we want to keep it private. They keep that amongst ourselves. We don't. And now you're walking around thinking you're the only one with these concerns, but you find out that you're not the only one with these concerns. And then you have a place to discuss it with some people that are actually human beings and are comfortable saying, I'm that. And I'm going to make mistakes along the way. But what it does is, for us, 
if we ever tried to come across as if we was perfect, motherfuckers who owe four hundred thousand dollars can't be that now, can they? They can not be that. So now you know what we are not is perfect. So hey, and when you're around people that's saying to you that they're not perfect, you know what it does? It makes you come around saying, "Well, the people who hang out here don't have to be." Mm, well, shit. Listen, let me tell y'all what's beautiful that no one can see, but we can. There are people typing in, I got $50. I got $20. I, like, <laughs> like, 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 that's some beautiful shit. And let me tell y'all, too. See, these are the type of sister friends I have. So when the shit hit, Right? And all of the sisters I hang out with, they're beautiful. They are physically beautiful. So. And spiritually. Right, spiritually, physically, inside <laughs> right, and out. Right. Where we just okay, didn't want to make it seem. Up. No, okay, you, you're, right, yeah, you're I just a little shallow. All right, I okay. ain't mean to be. Damn. They pretty all the way around, inside and out, right? Mm-hmm. So I say to my sister girlfriends, they all look at me like, bitch, what we need to do. I said, well, what I think we should do is go on over to Vegas, because over there it is legal. Okay, and we can get this money. So my daddy say, "Mama, you think y'all gonna go get four hundred thousand? Y'all got four hundred thousand dollars worth of coochie to sell? Because that's just a lie. Baby, we not selling no coochie. This is straight pussy, and I gotta say it because coochie is cheap. Oh, but that pussy, baby. Okay, well there it is. So there it is. What my girl said. See, I gotta tell y'all, this is when you got good girlfriends. Everybody said. Tommy said, I got. New York, New York. <laughs> Robin said, I got the MGM. GM. Colette said, Mo, my leg ain't gonna let me stand outside this long. I said, You a lounge, bitch. You don't go outside. Don't. Okay, you a you circus. Stop circus. traffic to <laughs> us. Right. right. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> this is the people I hang out with that my good girlfriends was willing, was willing to go over to Las Vegas. To help us pay this And on the real That's on the e- real even, 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 though, even though folks ain't gonna go to Vegas On the real It's a beautiful thing when you have friends That you can laugh through Situations that when you don't have them Maybe you cry through mm. And At the end of the day Like we keep saying This is just dialogue to be had So that if you feel like you slipped to the left or you didn't do what you were supposed to do, own it. Keep it moving. Yes. Don't be embarrassed. We keep, we'll always say we're just human, but then when we make a mistake, we act like we're not. And you know what I was so appreciative of? When it went public, my <clears throat> daddy said, you got to sit the children down. Because people can be cruel, and we didn't want them to walk in no kind of situation where they were saying, your mother and father. Your mother and father are poor. You are now poor, and we know you are poor. Everybody in the streets has said you are poor, and your mother's poor. She laughs now. Can she laugh at that, poor people? You're poor. Daddy. But that's what they say. That's the shit kids say. But this is what made it so beautiful. You're poor. Our baby sat at that kitchen table as we, was it pizza night? Yeah, it was Friday. It was pizza night. Mm-hmm. 
as we were having pizza night, and they looked at us almost like, are we going to have to stop eating this goddamn pizza? <laughs> if not, then shit. Y'all, we're going to be okay, then we're going to be okay. And I could remember saying one time to some sisters, and they were going through it, and they were saying, you know, we don't have no money. And I said, just because you're broke, don't let your children see you be broken. Because that's just money. Don't you walk around the house in front of your children like you no broke down bitch and you just can't get yourself together because that's going to reflect in your household. So you better keep your head up. If y'all, if money can cut the lights out, y'all got candles? Because your children still don't need to know. Okay, everybody else shit is on, on the block, but tonight we playing a different game. But no, the thing is, Dinner by that, 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 that is what the opposite is. They, they need to know what the situation is. Mm-hmm. They just don't need to they need to not only know what the situation is but they need to know what it is that you're doing to make sure the situation is being handled because they too could run into that same situation and not know what it is that they were running into because why we want to keep our private business private and why you're trying to live this life being a human being because again we we sometimes walk around like we own it but we just visiting and all we're trying to do is keep our accommodations tight while we are here visiting. Because when it's time and our visit is over, as someone just typed, Prince left it all behind, you're going to leave it all behind. The only thing that you're going to take with you is the thing that you brought in with you. And that's the spirit of who you are for the next time around. And hopefully, just like in this visitation process where we should leave this place just the way we found it, or if not better, that's the same thing we should have in our spirit. I want to share this story, Daddy. Share it. It's one that I read, and it tickled the shit out of me, so I want to share it. Share it. So there was this husband and wife, <clears throat> and they were married. And the husband was extremely, I said there was husband and wife, and they were married. Okay, Lee, shit. There was this married <laughs> couple, right? <laughs> there was this married couple, and the husband was extremely stingy, and he never wanted to spend his money. And he told his wife, when I die, I need you to bury me with all of my money because it is my money. Don't do anything else with my money but bury it in the ground with me. So sure enough, that man died. And as they were getting ready to close that casket and put it in the ground, she said, wait a minute. And she took a shoebox of that man's money and she put it on top of him and they closed that casket. And she went back and sat down in her seat and her best friend said, I know goddamn well. You did not bury him with all that money with his stingy old ass. She said, listen, I gave him my word, and I'm going to keep a promise because he's now gone. She said, I deposited all that money in my account, and I wrote his ass a check. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right. Oh, yes, baby. I absolutely adore that. It was like, take that with you. Take that with you. Take it with you. Go cash that. Yes, because that only says we're only here on loan. And when you understand that, you know, sometimes Tommy and I will have a conversation and we'll have to remind ourselves today could be it. Today could be it. Today could be it. So what are we going to do? Today could be it. So knowing that today could be it, just for me personally, what I can't do is let $400,000 consume me that if today is it and I have to leave here, I've left with that. I hope I don't want to do that. So though that is there and though we are working it out, 
still got to have a smile on my face. We still got to dance in the morning. We still got to keep going and keep living and keep enjoying knowing that it's going to work out. And like Sid was saying, it's one thing to talk about it after you got through it. But it's another thing to talk about it while you're going through it. And how are you going through? Because oftentimes we'll hear people give their testimony. But as they was going through it, they was broke the fuck down the whole time. Yeah, bitch, I made it through, but I was crawling. <laughs> oh, bitch, I made it through, but I couldn't get out of bed for two weeks. You keep going. And when you say that, when you wake up and you say today could be it, the fact that you woke up said today is it. Come on. Today's the day that I'm going to make be the greatest day I can possibly make it today because tomorrow might not wake up and then it's over. But if you wake up and say today may be it, it is it if mm. you want it to be it. But it's the day in which you ask yourself how am I going to live through this day? Because how many times have you woke up? Have you woke up and you said, I don't think that this day is going to go right based upon what's coming my way. Or you woke up and you say, I don't know how it's gonna do, how, I don't know how it's gonna go, but I refuse to allow it to go poorly. And see what your days go like. There's an old saying which I heard a long time ago, every day is a great day if you don't believe it, try missing one. Cause if you miss one, it's a rezat. <laughs> so at the end of the day, for us, we're just saying, listen, enjoy the visitation. Why you can't deal with the people who look at the negatives as not negatives. They're just the ingredients necessary for you to, to know so you can get the positives. And what makes us laugh is in 1993, 1993, Monique and I had our, we had an apartment. It was, you know, nice and we... An apartment. But we well, I'm sorry, it was a townhouse. Excuse me. It you was said, a brownstone, sir. Okay, okay. Pardon Come me. On. Okay. Snob. <laughs> Pardon me. Can you please pass the jelly? Daddy. God damn. No, shit. okay. It was glass bag okay. story. Yeah, it was, swivel staircase it from was the kitchen. Beautiful. That's All why right. we broke now. Cause this motherfucker's <laughs> up here discussing this shit. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's one of those things where we know what it is to work this thing out because we had some tight times then. Yes. And that time, we went to our little gym bag. What was we? 20-something. <laughs> went to our little gym bag, and we had to get something to eat, and we got $20 yes. in coins. And the sub man came over to the spot. We ate. Now, when we were discussing this the other day, we were proud. Oh, I was proud because we even had $2 to tip. Monique says she was proud because we had monies for dessert, okay? <laughs> that, that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. I'm proud because we had monies for dessert. But I'm proud because we had monies for dessert and the tip. But our point is sometimes you don't realize why you're going through certain things that is training for another time. And that training that you get at this time is training for the next time when it's greater so you know how to handle your opportunity. And I'm appreciative of being able to go through this thing with you, sister, because mm -hmm. everybody couldn't do it and staying strong under the strain. But that's what you built for. So you my Muhammad Ali. Oh, I was doing good. <laughs> I was doing good. You're going to keep doing good. I was doing good. Uh, 
I would like to say that you are my Muhammad Ali, but for me, and this is just for me, you're far greater. And that's just for me. <clears throat> because I really don't know if I would have been able to get through. I really don't. At a time, baby, if that account went under six figures, I was not a nice person. And I'm talking about the high six figures. I wasn't a nice person because I was so afraid of losing it. I was so afraid of losing it. I was so afraid of being my parents and living check to check. And I was so afraid of that. And the moment I got faced with it, it was as if somebody said, we just put $20 million in your account. Because the feeling was no different. It wasn't like, oh, we failed. Because I know the intention behind every dollar. Every dollar. And to be in the trenches with this man to my right is as if we're running this race and I have a smile on my face and I'm saying, Daddy, I know we're going to get there. I know we are. And when my man looks at me in my eyes and he says, Mama, we are right. Then we are right. And that's it. So when y'all talk about private business, I'm excited to share this with y'all, and I'm excited to share it with sisters to say, God damn it, it's okay to trust in your man. It's okay to trust in your relationship. It's okay to lean on each other and not be individuals in this shit. It is okay to say, we're going to get through it. And everybody might laugh at what the fuck I'm getting ready to say, but I had respect for Holly Berry and Sam Jackson and Jungle Fever because they cracked head together. <laughs> they goddamn, they was crackheads. They did it together. But they did it together. And but They got the arguing and shit the whole They did, right but goddamn. But then they worked it out, then she gave him some and back. <laughs> and grateful for the team of people around us mm-hmm. because nobody flinched. Nobody looked and said, oh shit, what's going on? Nobody flinched. Everybody was like, shit, what we get ready to do? Let's rock and roll. So again, to I can't speak for men. I'm going to speak for women. When you got somebody that says, I'm your teammate, I'm your partner, and we're going to go through this together. See, it, it makes me proud when they write the story. Monique and her husband. Not Monique. Monique and her husband, and y'all can wreck the jokes, and y'all can do all of that, but God damn it, when you read the headlines, what you're reading? Monique and her husband, Monique and Sydney. So sisters, if you got a good one, despite what anybody else say, despite how anybody else feel, you know what it is when ain't nobody around, and when you got that kind by your side, bitch, you better keep your head up. And keep going. And don't refuse to pay your taxes either. Don't refuse it. Don't refuse it now. Don't, don't refuse it. You might rebuke it. <laughs> but bitch, don't you refuse it. Don't you it. refuse it. You call them up and work it out. And, 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 you know, even that night, Daddy, on Utah Place, in our fabulous three-story brownstone that had a spiral staircase from the kitchen with a loft. <laughs> Baby, this motherfucker was amazing. And when I called him and told him about it, he said, bitch, we can't afford that. I said, we're going to make it. We, we are going <laughs> to make it. But even then, and that night, when we had enough to get our cheese steak subs and our drinks and our dessert and enough to tip, we were in bliss. As we sat there, no children, no marriages yet. 
it was just, well, no, they had Shalom, one marriage. Baby. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm saying no children when I said, okay. But we sat there like two children, just as happy. And when this shit hit, we sat there like two children, just as happy, like, oh, well, shit, there it go. Got to do something. We got to do what we got to do. So have no fear. Because fear is what, Daddy? False evidence appearing real. Come on, Dan. Hmm. So, again, you know, I guess we look at it as an, an opportunity to have a conversation in reference to it, really for the community at large who's mm. tuning in, because there's a lot of folks that's going out there today that within your community you know, or something happened, or within your family. And it's hard for you to hold your head up because this happened or you made this mistake. Well, how are you going to tell them your daughter who's young, she just got pregnant? Why are you going to deal with that? And you're like, you deal with this because these are the things that we as people, are have, we have to deal with. And when we learn how to deal with them in a fashion that is not embarrassing and we're not embarrassed, then it allows us to have real conversation and and grow spiritually in the same way in which we're always trying to grow technologically. We want the iPhone 12. <laughs> Let's spiritually get the iPhone 12 amongst yes. ourselves where we're able to have conversations and help one another out and by not being embarrassed about yes. what happens amongst us as people. Look, this baby said, do you need the $20 or what? (laughs) 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 Baby, we good. And we thank y'all for that. And that's a special kind of love. You know, that I almost feel like somebody will see me in Walmart and walk past me and say, I got a little little something for you. Put that out in my hand. But you know where else I draw strength from? Going to those nursing homes. And you're sitting down with women that are 90, 100, their late 80s, and some very bitter and very mean and, and, and very drawn in, and some very vibrant. And they have a gleam in their eye that says, baby, life was so good. And sometimes it's not even any conversation, but, you know, just in the touch of their hands, they didn't live and they didn't been dealt some shit and they didn't got through it and they got over it. So if you want to see, as Sis says, get on that beam of light and see it all the way through, you want to see what it could look like 20 years from now or 40 years from now from stress or not being stressed, from taking care of yourself or not taking care of yourself. Go to some of them nursing homes and talk to some of them sisters Whatever you think your situation is, that woman will look at you and say, baby, listen here. You can either get here one or two ways. Either you can enjoy it or it'll be a miserable ride. You pick it. And and this situation is a prime example because you could sit there and cry about what your situation is, but there's people in this situation where it's way more, we're, we're way worse, and whatever that means, and someone who can speak about it not being... Uh, it, it being worse for them. So it, it's about how do you handle your situation. And, again, when we can have real conversation and stop keeping things so secretive so that 
people uh, that don't get a chance to get out of the hustle and bustle, they don't realize that there's an opportunity to get out of by pursuing what it is that you want. But in the pursuit of what it is that you want, you may be dealt some blows that allow you to have to start over. And the fear of that embarrassment, they say, for 90-some-odd percent of the people at large, their greatest fear is public embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Now, when you remove that fear of public embarrassment, then think about the level of creativity that's unleashed on the world and a positive. But we're the ones that stifle us. We're the ones that keep us disconnected because we're fearing failure when failure is just you know, success deferred. That's it. It's it's coming. If you keep pursuing it, as they say, persistence overcomes resistance resistance. If you keep persisting, watch what tends to happen. And persist not from a place where you're trying to get over, trying to be clever, trying to be sneaky, but persist in a way of trying to <laughs> do it the right way. Right. Somebody said, y'all not paying your internet bill, too. Right. (laughs) Because the screen froze up. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, behave. (laughs) Don't do it. So we we, we discussed it, and we talked about it, and and hoping that if you're going through whatever you're going through, just know through, 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 you go through. You go through it. That's what it means. You go through it. Not you get stuck in it. And a lot of us get stuck in it, and we have a hard time rebounding from it. Whatever that thing is, it don't have to be finances. It could be your emotions. It could be whatever it is. It's a hard time going through it because we're comfortable being stuck. I was going to say in the stuckness, but I didn't know. If that was a word, so that's Hey, baby, it don't matter. They know what you mean in your heart. Okay? In the stuckness. They know what you mean in your heart. So we appreciate y'all taking your time out and, 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 and listening, and hopefully you can take something from it. Because the biggest thing for us is don't let your chin get stuck to your chest. And please tell your friends to tune in to play.it. Monique and Sydney's open relationship where we'll talk about anything from UFOs to the IRS <laughs> and any other acronym that you can think of. Okay? <laughs> from UFOs to the IRS. I love that. That's exactly right. So tune in. Go check out the old ones. See what we're talking about. Tune in. We appreciate y'all and the whole nine. And the whole nine, Daddy. And the whole nine. You know, we are, we don't realize, but we've been here. It's like 20, 27, 20, 23 episodes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get through one of them without crying. I got through the last one, didn't I? Okay, then. Okay, then. Because that thing, that thing get up on me. And it feel good to you. And don't be embarrassed to cry. God damn it, sometimes I see people and they be holding it back. You go mess around and shit on yourself. You let that thing go. Let that thing go. Everything in moderation. Okay. <laughs> well, we want to thank y'all for joining us today for Monique and Sydney's open relationship. I'm Monique. And I am Sydney. 
And like my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. We love y'all. For free. Because we couldn't afford to pay y'all for it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.